2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
3: game time decisions has begun as has countdown to kickoff i am gable and i'm on the grid Sirius XM channel 159. Let's uh, do this thing. We got a triple header of National Football League preseason action uh, tonight. We got a double header of CFL football action tonight. I'm not a mathematician, but that's five football games to wager on. Side in total, that's uh, ten uh, options uh, right there. Throw in uh, sides and uh, teasers, and uh, we get an infinitive amount of uh, possibilities. <laughs> What's going on, Cam?
4: (laughs) I'm ready, too, man. Can't wait for tonight. We've got two CFL games I'm jacked about. Pretty crazy line in the first football game, though, tonight, Marenzi. I know Carolina and New England, a lot of fights, a couple scuffles. Uh, These teams don't like each other. Seeing six on fanball, big, big number for a preseason game, man. We're coming out of the gate with that game at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. So just a massive spread for uh, an exhibition game here in, in the NFL.
3: Yeah, you know what? I got to give credit to Jay Berman because when I heard Jay Berman say that the Patriots were laying six, I was like, come on, Jay, bro. Like, you're off by three points. It's three. No, it's six. It was three all week. It was three all week. It's six because Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold will not play tonight. They are not playing. So Baker Mayfield's out. Sam Darnold is out. We'll get into this game. We're going to break them all down. But I still, yeah, I tell you what, I think this is an overreaction still. Uh, and the Patriots are starting their starters. Good for them. What are they going to score? Three points? So, point spread is six points uh, right now. Um, we can't say it was never in doubt last night, but another smooth 2-0 in the NFL preseason. In the Chicago Bears plus the points and under 38-and-a-half. Although, you got to be good to be lucky and lucky to be good and you know, these preseason games, Cam, when you bet these totals, bro, like, you know, Seattle had first and goal from inside the five, right? Oh, like, so I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. It was yes. like, oh. Like, and you remember bet the under Seattle. last night of this game. Like, it was one of those lucky to be alive. Whoa, that, well, that really worked out. Like, basically, it was cruising to the under, Seattle score a late touchdown, recover the onside kick. That's when I got concerned. I stopped watching cam. I'm like, whatever, dude, like it's the it bears any under it's, I started watching something else and then I saw 27, 11. I'm like, Oh my God, it's at 38 right now. It's 38 and a half and mm-hmm. Seattle recover the onside kick. All right. And it's like, Oh God, but they're not going to kick a field goal. So they need to score a touchdown. And then on the first play, after they get the onside kick, they throw a bomb and it's pass interference. And I'm like, well, you can't win them all. I'm going to get the split at least. It's first and goal. And then they throw a touchdown pass. It was just like great, looked like a great catch, but the ball hit the ground. And then after that, um, Eason couldn't complete a pass and we won by half a point. And as Mr. Burns would yeah. say, excellent. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Did they, did, didn't Pete Carroll fashion too call a draw? Like, you know, what I mean? instead
4: of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like yes, that, that's classic. Try to catch him Seenawks? off guard. Oh, oh, Catch him off guard. Didn't work. <laughs> that guy loves running draws, man. He's been doing it for
3: years. Yeah, he actually like looked pretty beaten down by the end of the game last oh, night for he, a preseason I, game. Like normally he's pretty yes. really, like positive. Even him, he was yes. like, Oh, like it it was he an took his headset off, frustratingly. He yeah. Like... yeah, Seattle was horrible. Could be a little bit of a problem. Bears are two and zero straight up at ATS. How about yeah. that, Bears? Hiberflues. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Moretti It's football Friday. That's right. It's football Friday. And in fact, this is our dress rehearsal, so to speak. Week three of the NFL preseason is a dress rehearsal. But this is the last of Friday that we will be talking without, like, big-time football. Like, for it, 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 listen, we've been covering the CFL all year, and I look forward to the CFL games tonight. But next Saturday, college football starts. So next Friday, college football, and then the following weekend it really starts. Week zero is like the appetizer. It's the, basically the glass of water and the napkins and stuff. Maybe you get some like croutons <laughs> even, or something. Not, you know what I mean? not like, even buns? Not even a bowl of buns? Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did buns want and Week zero soup that would have been a little yeah. excessive. Good call. <laughs> week zero is the water. Maybe a soda and, and uh, yeah, the 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 buns and some nice butter, some bread and butter. That's week zero. <laughs> Got to have butter, Cam. Cam, you're like, you bring – Oh, you oh bring yeah. Butter. Oh. Like, bring a little – it's like you bring me a little cube here. It's like, yo, bro, how about yeah. like 24 little cube things here, huh? I, know,
4: yeah. I, I love those guys. They're serving up like butter in these little marbles. It's like, what are you doing for me? I'm I think gonna, I would like – you
3: would, you would like it. You would appreciate it. But I think the average person would get flipped out, Cam. I make microwave popcorn, I take yeah. half a thing of butter and put it in a cup, like I literally like half like Stuff. the whole bar I, of butter. I,
5: I, Cause I used oh, to I put, put less, in, like it's it. not
3: enough. So it's like, now it's I fill up like, like a cup of melted butter. And I realize after I'm like, man, cause I bought the butter and it was gone in like two days. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of butter to eat in like 48 hours, bro. It is. That like, yeah, but whole stick of up butter. Too.
4: Yeah, but butter, butter used to be like two ninety nine. Those big blocks of butter, like seven ninety nine. Now I'm concerned about my cholesterol. Concerned <laughs> about your arteries. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, your arteries probably don't like it too much. No, you shouldn't be putting blocks of butter on stuff. But I still do. Uh, I make my, I, I do kettle corn, Marantz. I do it the old way. I put the kernels in on the stove and let them pop and do it. But, and then you have to add butter to it. Uh, it's like, I like, I, I know I've changed my diet, but you can't eat popcorn without butter. Get You back. need
3: triple butter, quadruple butter. You need, okay. need extra. Extra. Extra All right, so there's baseball going on tonight too. I'm sort of in football mode, and I really am in football mode doesn't mean that we won't touch on the baseball. CFL football, I'm fired up for these games.
2: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24/7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid, sportsgrid.com.
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: All right, we're rolling. It's Game Time Decisions. I am... Gabriel Moransi. I don't know how food always comes up on the program, but I think it was me somehow. I don't know how we got on the popcorn. Uh yeah, but, I didn't bring it yeah. up.
4: You, you did this time with
3: butter.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. But buns and butter. Oh, buns I and butter. Yeah, butter. you need butter. Yeah, that
4: was the, Yeah, no, yeah. I said, so said pre like week the appetizer. Zero. It was the appetizer. Yeah. yeah. That's, and I said buns and butter.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, week zero, like, come on, bro. It's Wyoming and Illinois. <laughs> New Mexico State, Nevada. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. it's, it's it's an appetizer. Okay. It's an appetizer. Okay. Then the following week, the following week, it's pretty good, actually. It's uh, really good. You've got um, Notre Dame at Ohio State. Ohio State, that's killer. Yeah. Oregon and uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Wicked game. On, on a neutral field in Atlanta. It's very neutral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You ever not... notice
3: those SEC teams? Three teams neutral.
1: They never SEC go. They
3: never yes. go play these games in LA or anything. You notice that? No, they. Yeah, and no, people they always say, "Oh no, Pac twelve always gets murdered." Yeah, because they're going and they're playing in Atlanta. It's not fair. <laughs> right? Good point. Actually. But the the SEC is bigger, so they're like, "Well, whatever, bro. If you want to play yeah. us, you come here. We're not going there. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. We'll get somebody else, right?" And it's they, and it's not like you can say. Oh, you're scared. They're not really scared, but it's just it, it's a tough spot. Oftentimes, you'll see these Pac-12 teams will take on these big, like, tests, man, early, and they have to go. Remember the Ducks did it two years ago, a couple of years ago. They nearly pulled it off. The yeah. Ducks beat Ohio State last year, actually, on the road in their first road game, right? So, you know, don't sleep on these Pac-12 teams. In fact, I think the Ducks, are. Uh, everybody's talking about the Trojans. Everybody's talking about the Utah Utes, but uh, the Ducks are a team to keep your eye on. Bo Nicks, quarterback from Auburn, is there now, and... You know, Bo, Bo had some tough games, but he also had some games where you're like, oh, my Good God, games. I can't believe he just did yeah. that, right? Like, whoa, that was a nice play. Like, I remember i bet against him with no belief in him at all. He went into LSU, and, man, his kid was making play after play after play. And I was like, i never seen him play like this. Uh, but he's a little consider- – the thing is, though, it's tough. SEC defenses are hard. Um, he was in a weird situation with the coaching staff all the time at Auburn. It just – it wasn't a fluid situation. And another thing is now, Cam, you have an SEC quarterback that's used to dealing with the Gators and Alabama, and he's in a tough conference, and he's got to deal yeah. with all this get stuff. At, get and he's playing against Cal in Washington State <laughs> exactly. and stuff.
1: Exactly. Like, exactly. It's going to be a lot slower. <laughs> it really will be. Yeah.
3: Like, he's going to yeah, drop back and go, oh, man, I can't believe this guy's that open. All right. Like, he's going to – I mean? He's, he's going to be – Yeah, he's a very good athlete. He's a great scrambler, very mobile. So – yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's just going to be, dude, you see it. Remember, uh, who's the guy there from San Jose State? I forget his name, whatever. Remember him, though? Remember San Jose State a couple of years ago? Two years oh, ago, they were really good. Yeah, because yeah, they had yeah. the quarterback from Mississippi State. He transferred, right? Like, so these kid quarterbacks that realize they're in the SEC and whatever, maybe it's not going great, or maybe they're a backup, go to the Mountain West, bro. You'll light it up, right? Like, you were mm-hmm. a big-time recruit, and then suddenly you're playing against kids like, you're playing against UNLV and stuff, so you you just went against playing against Arkansas to UNLV. Life becomes a little easier. Sorry UNLV, but it's just a fact, right? So, Bo Nix, I think, in his offense, and not to mention they have the defensive coordinator of the Georgia Bulldogs, is their new head coach Dan Lanning. Good hire. I wasn't a big Crystal Ball fan, bro. I didn't or Willie Taggart. I didn't think the Ducks had a coach that was. On par with them, sort of like a dude that was going out with a girl that was like uh, too hot for them.
4: Happens. A I lot. saw
3: that the other day. Like, I actually almost wanted to stop and ask, but that's a good way to get shot and punched in the face. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Why are you with this guy? I'm like, that's, that's a No, good way I was. To I say. actually was going to say, are you brother and sister, or like, is there like, what am I missing? Like, I, I want to ask, like, to the dude, <laughs> like, dude, what are you, what are you doing, like, what are you, like, how is this part, like. No, it's like, I wasn't the only one. Everybody in line was sort of looking like, I don't know, man. Right. I don't know. Maybe he's like a hundred millionaire or something like that. But he didn't that's look what, that's
4: like what he, it. That's what you <laughs> usually assume. That guy's money bags, uh,
3: Right? Or, yeah. uh, or it's like uh, Pete, Pete, uh, Pete Davidson. Uh, I said the other day, I said, I don't get to deal with this Pete Davidson guy. I said, I've never actually seen him say, say anything funny. Like, is there any funny jokes? Uh, I said, why is this guy so popular? And uh, <laughs> my boy, the, the drummer of uh, Our Lady Peace. I used to be on OTR with him. Oh, Tagger. Uh, Tagger, yeah. Tagger. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's a wild <laughs> card, eh? Yeah, Tagger. He does a podcast <laughs> with. Uh, yeah. with the, what's the guy? The, the blonde guy. The talented guy. Uh, uh, Jonathan Torrance. Right? Jonathan Torrance, Torrance and Tagger. Yeah. I have a popular yeah. podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. So,
4: yeah, I saw the Park that's Boys and him. Jackson. Amazing. yeah yeah that's amazing. it
3: yeah yeah torrance he's a talented guy so i said i don't understand yes. pete davidson's popularity response to me huge hammer <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> family <laughs> tools <laughs> yeah i know but like yeah but like they have to find out first you have to get them there first to, like for them to find yeah. that out but i like that that's, hey, that's all you're Huge hammer. Huge hammer. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it, I guess. In the celebrity, in the celebrity <laughs> world. All right, so um, yeah, I'm fired up. The CFL is coming up. We'll get into that. We got a game at seven o'clock. We got a doubleheader tonight, so I busted out the lion, lion gear. It's game night uh, once again yep. uh, tonight. Short week for the BC Lions, but as far as this football game is concerned uh, here in Foxborough, I'll tell you what. Anybody's been paying attention, and if you haven't, that's what I'm here for. I have been. These guys, like, have murdered each other this week in this joint practice stuff. Oh, um, Matt Jones told a guy to hold my nuts, and then he threw in a little other thing after that, and it started a brawl. Actually,
4: and a, dir- and a dirty kick,
3: too. Matt Jones, what do you- on that play alone, I got to tell you something
4: about Matt Jones. Matt- I would get, get him tonight,
3: if I was the I, I don't care it's if it's the preseason, I, the Panthers, I would hurt him.
4: I agree. I would, hurt him I, agree. He, I would get him. He earned like. the right to be pummeled. He's You're talking crap to everybody. in practice? Okay. He also okay. kicked a guy. Who does that as on the ground? He kicked the a guy and hurt the society, guy in Carolina. Take that little SEC cut, and he needs a good shave. I'm telling you, Carolina, I agree with you for what that guy said and done. Carte blanche tonight. All out blitzing. Come at him hard, man. Guy deserves it. I'm with you.
3: That's the whole thing. Like people think, oh, the Panthers aren't starting their starting quarterbacks. Yeah, okay. Doesn't mean that some D lineman doesn't like that he got smack talked to all week by by Mac Jones, and he gets a chance, and he's like, "This is my chance. I'm going low on him. Uh Yeah, I'm going low. I'm going to take his knee out right now, right?" And you know, you run your mouth. I'm telling you, Mac Jones is trying. He tries to injure people. Like in in the pile, he twists your ankle. Like he, when you know, he's just a dirty mouthy player, man. And We talked about it earlier in the week. It's it's a, not a smart thing to do to put a target on your back if you're a quarterback. You want players to like you. Dude, you saw it during the Super Bowl with Joe Burrow. The Rams smoked Joe Burrow, bro. Buddy helped him up and patted him on the head and said, "Big fan. Joe, keep doing what you're doing. Love you, bro." Yeah. Right? Yep. Like I remember uh Terrell Suggs said Terrell Suggs said when he hits Tom when he hit Tom Brady, he goes, "I would try to hurt him." He goes, "I'm not lying." He goes. I would try to hurt him, and he goes. When I would land on him, I would get up and I'd push him into the dirt, and I would try to hurt him. And they said, "Why?" And they said, "Because he's freaking arrogant and he runs his mouth a lot." And he, they brought up Ben Roethlisberger, Raven Steelers, Cam hate each other, right? Yeah. He goes. He goes. I helped Ben Roethlisberger up. He goes. You hit he Ben Roethlisberger. That- you know what he goes? He goes. Man, what a hit, Terrell. Damn, I was strong, right? Brady gets yeah. up, hey, hey, referee, hey, hit me. Hey, you know what I <laughs> mean? Ben Roethlisberger, he goes. Ben takes it like a man. We help him up. He goes. I would never try to injure Ben Roethlisberger. Do you know
4: about Ben Roethlisberger? No. I, in the history of football, like from what from what we've watched, I've never seen a guy take abuse like him. He's tough. He's the toughest sob gone.
3: He's like, one of the toughest quarterbacks in the history of yes. the NFL, without a yes. doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. He's had more he surgeries than murdered. Janet Jameson. He's the only guy, Cam, would <laughs> be like Ben Roethlisberger. They'd be like, yeah, Roethlisberger had, like, a little knee surgery, but don't worry, he won't miss any time. It's like, what do you I mean, know, I mean, He won't miss any He's animal. It's like, yeah, he got scoped, and he's out there four days. Oh, yeah, he was tough, tough.
2: I think Cam Good Newton's time. another one, though. Cam, no one got beat up like Cam
3: Newton did. He's been lit up.
1: <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: Well, time to get my phone. Time to make donuts. Time to get the phone out. Let's rock. Um All right, let me load this thing up. We got line moves, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. All right, so I got to tell you, Kev, I say this all the time. If I'm laying points, if you're laying points in a preseason game, you better have a damn good reason for doing it. So now the reason is, well, Sam Darnold's not playing and Baker Mayfield's not playing. Which, I, you know, I guess it makes sense, sort of. In a way, it does and it doesn't. Um, I think they'll probably end up trading Sam Darnold. right? So I don't think they want to get Darnold hurt now. Darnold's a cheaper option than Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what I'm saying? If you got, need yeah. a quarterback. Good call. Is Sam Darnold better than Jacoby Brissett? I think he is. A little bit, yeah. Guess I'm not is. saying you will go to the Browns, but I'm just saying court. Seattle he could easily. use one of
4: those guys too. Like want to go to the Browns, Seahawks? Like my to be honest,
3: Sam Darnold's better than Drew Locke, Let's be real. It's a good point. Like Sam Darnold would. Yeah, the thing is, you put Sam Darnold on. Seattle are screwed, bro. <laughs> Either
4: way, yeah, yeah, Pete Carroll's the ball. Pete like,
3: like, Carroll's the guy. You need a new coach. A new approach. There's a you lot can't of rebuild. Problems. What a 75 year old man can.
4: I'm watching this game last night. They're tripping over <laughs> line. Geno Smith tripping over linemen's feet. These guys are running, drop balls, penalty. They had a holding penalty on every play. Their first round pick, Cross, had like six holding penalties last night. It was insane insanity. Like I know the Absolutely. broadcaster said he worked with law. Loc- he worked with Locke, but doesn't matter like you got you're gonna have to work with gino smith it's just watching that seahawks game i was actually really i was kind of sad gabe like it's gone are the days like they're gonna be they could be like the worst team in the mariota and atlanta at least they're like showing something the bears are gonna grind like seattle's a bad football team really bad
3: they are really they might not get they might not get to six they could.
4: I don't but they might I'm going to be honest with you. The more I think about it, I think they're going to win like four or four, five games.
3: Because they're conservative, right? They're gonna you know, you're know, you going to want to run the ball yes. and stuff, but it's all good until you're losing 14 0. And then it's like, well, we don't have a yes. choice. We got to run the then ball what? and we're not very good and, at this, and, right? And then it's and, a ball. And those quarterbacks aren't Patrick Mahomes or any
4: in a comeback, right? That's the thing. They're a very predictable team. They got to fire everybody. They've always had that offensive problem. I remember, I'll never forget that game. We talked about it before versus Dallas in the playoffs. Doug Baldwin was like thirty-yard plays every. and the running, minus one yard, minus two yards, throw on third down and long. Okay, can't get it this time. Like just the play calling with this team for the last few years has been deplorable. Everybody needs. I people.
3: agree. I think Carol, that's the thing. Carroll makes $14 million a year. It's insane. He's like the highest paid yeah, coach me in the and you league. could
4: coach. We, I think, actually, we could figure it out. If we had some NFL veterans there, like, helping out on the staff, like, Pete Carroll does
3: the same thing. Like, what's he, he doing He looks the table? old suddenly. Like, even before he didn't look yeah. old. Like, last night he looked old to me by the end of the game. It was like, dude, like. Yeah, he looks beat down. Like, it's time to, like, like he's yeah. had a good run. It's like, you're fine, a 72-year-old so. man. You look young, but you're not young. You're 72. He's a cheerleader. And. Like, let's be real. If you weren't guaranteed $28 million over the next two years, would you still be here? <laughs> yes, I would. Yeah, yeah. so don't blame he, Pete, but his no, skills, his skills he, are no, lacking. No, that's my point. To he wouldn't, Cam. That's my point. Like, Pete yeah. Carroll isn't thinking, you know what? This is amazing. I won national championships and Super Bowls, and this is so much fun having, like, the worst team in the NFL. No, Cam. He's owed $28 million. If he walks, he doesn't get it. <laughs> so, He'll stay. yeah, it doesn't. $28 million is a lot of money. It's not Logan Jake Paul money, but if you're Pete Carroll and you're a 72-year-old man, ain't nobody else giving you $28 million for the rest of your life, Cam. right? That's and true. they're not going to extend him, so he's not going to walk, and they're not going to fire him after all of this either. But problem with Carroll is he's not the guy to rebuild something because he's removed from college. You'll notice these guys, when they come out of college, they're pretty good because they recruited everybody. They're pretty good at knowing who's good and who isn't and they understand the college scene, and they draft pretty well. Um, That's why he was good at the start when we got all those draft. late draft picks. When he yeah, started he his career. He's like, oh, I this guy's good. Guy. I recruited him. Oh, this guy, I played against him. Like, he knows exactly.
4: Remember what that draft we had? We basically won the Super Bowl. Get Cam Chancellor, third round. Like I'm, I'm crazy well, even Marshawn Lynch. All he these guys, Marshall.
3: Marshall was at yeah, Buffalo, everybody. right? But he knew. No, no, Marshawn was good at Cal. I know this guy, right? Like Baldwin, like Richard Sherman, like everything. Yeah. He was they boom. were on top of it, man. Stanford, right? All these Cal, Stanford, exactly. Like why is that? Ken? He knew the damn conference. He knew the players. Yeah, so he knew. Man. Oh, this guy's really good. This guy's going to be. You know what I mean? It's a different. Everyone except Urban Meyer didn't help Urban Meyer. And to your I know Urban Meyer is just a different case study in <laughs> itself. But I will
4: say this, to your point about Eberflues last night, I liked, I, I watching up close too. His body language to me, all business, doesn't seem like an attention seeker. A guy the players are playing for him. Like, I really like what I saw. I thought he, I thought he, this guy is the right man for the job for the Bears. They're going to, you know, it's going to be rough for a bit. But they'll, they'll, they'll get back to it. They'll be fine.
3: You know, he seems to me like he's a one step at a time type of guy, which I think if you're the Bears, that's that's how you have to approach this. Yeah, everybody says we suck. Fine, good for them. Just one play at a time. Let's see what happens at the end of the game, right? Uh, One play at a time. All these teams know, but they all say the same thing, Cam. Like every Cam, the Falcons. Cordell Patterson saying, Yeah, people say we're going to win two games. We'll show them. <laughs> like, uh, um, well, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. They asked Arnell <laughs> Mooney last night, You know, people think you guys are really going to be bad this year. He goes, Oh, right, yeah, we know. We know. We hear it all. You'll see. You know, you know, what are they going to say? Oh, they're right. We're going to suck. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do with this game? It's ballsy, Kim. I get it. It's tough. So, in other words, it's P.J. Walker, who I don't have a problem with. I got no beef with P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker can ball. So I, I don't mind PJ Walker and Matt Corral. MacArell, Matt Corral, our money's on Matt Corral. It's gonna be he played a little bit, he struggled. It's this is his shot. I like Mac Corral. I don't care about Mac Jones starting, Cam. I don't think the Patriots starting offense is any good anyways. I don't even think they'll score, bro. Like just I thought this game could be higher scoring with with Darnold and Baker and everybody, but I don't know. It seems to me now they're just gonna try to slug it out in here and go vanilla. And don't forget, the Patriots starters didn't play last week, guys. So it's not like they're playing like a lock camp. Next week's the dress rehearsal game. Like, they're not suddenly going to go from 0 to 80 here. You know what I mean? They're not going to play that much. Then you got Hoyer, though. Hoyer's been around. He's crafty. I get it. I, I'm taking the points, bro. I am, too. I'm to just and a get half it up now. to 7.
4: It's 6 and a half. Give me 7 with very little. Yeah, give me You give can't me buy half a point
3: in the preseason.
4: On my one of my places, I can and I will. I'll take Carolina. I don't,
3: I don't want to hear about your I unscrupulous can. activities.
4: It's <laughs> very on the up and up, Randy. There's no problem here. I like Carolina as well. I actually, I, I like, I like, kind of like the games tonight. I don't know how you feel about the, the Packers and uh, um, Saints. I kind of like the underdog there as well.
3: Tell you what, I don't like is these guys. Like, I'm already in my phone. I just tried to bet something, and it says we are checking your location.
4: Yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, Check in my my location. Response. I'm
3: already I'm already in. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Like, whatever. Um, see, I'm taking the Carolina Panthers. This is one of those. You sort of hope for the best. Uh, I've been putting bigger. Uh, listen, I'm 19 and four in the preseason, and one of my losses was the over in the Hall of Fame again. So since then, we're on an 18 and three run. We haven't we haven't been wrong with a lot of these things uh, so far. But I got to tell you. It's not like I, I'm cocky about it, Cam. Like, every game before the game, I'm like, this is a tough game. Like, anything can happen here. I've just been on the right side. I've been on the right side of a couple of the late wins as well. Um, tonight, though, like I said, so even the Patriots start, the total little perplexing here, I think it lands right around the number. If I had to say, I'm going to say the Patriots probably win this game 21-17. 21-16, something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't, It'll be I very don't think close it turns to into a track
3: me The
4: Patriots on the money line in a parlay, I agree. I think the Patriots are win, will win, but by, like, three points. Exactly what you well, said. I'm not like putting win by no a No, nor am I. That's why I'm taking the points of Carolina. I think Carolina can win the game, but if, like you said, you have a decision to be made on the money line, the Patriots, I think, squeak out a win, and Carolina covers. That's
3: what so, i mean with the game. I'm not even touching it. So I'm just I'm going to take the six and a half points. I'm going to pass on the total. Um, New Orleans. There's a lot of options. I only have a certain amount of money. I keep betting futures as well. Like every night, like last night, I won. I turned around and I flipped it over on the Philadelphia Eagles win totals and this and that and like. So I'm always flipping stuff over now. So I I don't I don't have like oh I could just take twenty things. I got to get it right. Um, Saints and Packers. Saints getting three and a half. Uh, right now this number is going up as well basically cam it's ian book point blank we're betting on ian book like people can talk about the starters all you want like people last night oh seattle are playing their starters for the first half how'd that work out they were down 17 nothing at that hey, their starters were worse than their i would have rather seen the backups like, no i see you're right like like i said the Patriots starters serious. haven't played yet so it's like, I don't know, people are thinking, oh, the Patriots starters. It's not Tom Brady, all right? Uh, it's not It's not Dion Branch. I don't see Randy Moss on this team. I got yeah, to be honest with you, I didn't
4: like Jordan Love against the 49ers. He made a couple of plays, but he also makes a lot of bad plays. Ian Book, remember when he first came out, Gabe, we were on the air. His first pass was a pick six. I don't know.
3: Yeah, but that was a regular season game. He was a disaster.
4: It was. was, Remember that night? (laughs) How was that? It's true. And I think he's probably working on a lot of stuff. I'm taking the points.
3: I'm not for banning books, man, or anything like that, but maybe we should with Ian. (laughs) Yeah. But, um... No, they like him. All kidding aside, they like him. And there's a big difference between being thrown in on Monday Night Football against whoever the hell they were playing. It was a tough team. And, uh... And um, and playing in a preseason game, I know, like I said, if you look, there's not that many blowouts, guys, in the preseason for the most part. Most of these games are generally close. The talent, except like the, once you get past star players, Seahawks. guys, and skill position players, yeah, except for yeah. the Seahawks. You know what really screwed? You know what? No, you know what changed that game last night is this the, the special teams gap. It was 10 nothing going into the half, and Buddy fumbled yeah, for fumble on the Into the end zone. It touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Eddie, I fumble it forward. The guy goes backwards oh. between
2: his legs.
4: I'm like, I, I got had the under it. cam. I was laughing. I'm <laughs> like, this is great. It's 10 nothing. Then what's
3: 17. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's definitely not a problem, uh, Reese. You did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: Cooking with Cam continues. I am Gabriel Marente, raging redhead uh, Cam Stewart uh, in the house. You like that, Cam? Cooking with Cam.
4: Love it. I do a lot of cooking.
3: You all right? <laughs> you seem to be like in space this week a little bit. Really?
4: No, uh, yeah, mm. I don't know. I think I'm doing pretty good to be honest with you.
3: It's um, just early to be distracted by baseball. It hasn't started yet.
4: Yeah, no, I, I I've I I've made some baseball picks. I haven't really done anything else. <laughs> all right, football so- picks. Everything's
3: good. I'm on the Carolina Panthers, plus uh, six and a half, plus the uh-huh. points. Somebody's asking me in the chat, do I like the CFL or the NFL uh, better? Listen, and all these NFL preseason games are toss-ups at any time, at the best of times. The CFL are regular season games, so we have more to work with with the CFL uh, than these okay. NFL preseason games. NFL preseason, you go with your gut instinct. You go with your knowledge of the backups. You go with what you know of following throughout the week, how the practices are going, what the mentality is. The problem is tonight, the Carolina Panthers coming to this football game, quite frankly, not caring. So, but the thing is, the the coaching staff, and you know, so it's sort of like when teams try to tank. If the organizations try to tank upstairs, it doesn't mean the player on the field is not going to try to make a play. So a very similar like analogy is like last week, like the Rams. Sean McVay does not care about the preseason. Like, like yeah, really. He like he really has no interest in it whatsoever. Rams won by seven last week. Just because he doesn't have interest in it doesn't mean that Bryce Perkins doesn't have interest in it when he's on the field, right? So I think people get caught up in this stuff a little bit too much. But, oh, the Panthers are rolling over tonight. No, they're not starting their starting quarterback, so he doesn't get hurt, and they don't want to get the guy that they're about to trade to get hurt either. So from a football standpoint, it makes sense. But it doesn't mean that all these guys on the field tonight aren't going to be busting their ass and trying to make this team and trying to make a name for themselves and – even guys that are making the team, they want to become second instead of third string. I'm going to be second string. There's a lot at stake for a lot of people on the field besides get, star players. That's what precedes. Or get a is about, job someone about. else. Yeah, or well. Maybe if you get another team
4: else, look yeah. for you. Yeah, you should you showcase yourself. The bottom line is this: also, Carolina and New England got a healthy hate on for each other. It, it is personal. They're, they've they've had fights during camp and stuff. So you don't think the Carolina guys are are pissed off still? I think they're going to go out there and play. Sure. They have a lot of guy, you know, guys that aren't playing, main main quarterbacks. But it's a huge point spread, Gabe. You said it. It's a little bit of a leap of faith, I understand. But six, point, six and a half points is a lot of points. So let's take Carolina.
3: All right, so that game's coming up at 7 o'clock Eastern. Panthers plus six and a half are going to pass on the total. All right, we got the Edmonton Elks and the Ottawa Red Blacks coming up at 7 o'clock Eastern. And at 10 o'clock Eastern tonight, the BC Lions and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders um, so let's start off uh with the Elks and the red blacks I'm looking forward uh to this uh to this game and I've got a pretty of a strong opinion but I'm going to be playing it and I'm not holding back I'm going to put some bigger units on this I'm so somebody asked me the chat what do I like better for the record I'm betting bigger money on the CFL games than the NFL preseason games tonight so I am going bigger on the on the CFL I'll throw it to you cam who are you taking Ottawa or Edmonton I've leaned to Edmonton in this game with the points. I know
4: it's been bet down. I think it's going to be a very, very tight game. Um, I would not be surprised if it was a field goal game either way. I think Edmonton will show up. I know, you know, they've had some disgraceful performances, mostly against uh, your BC Lions, but I think this is a spot for them where they can actually get it. Um, I like the underdog in this spot. I like Edmonton. I think they show up in in this game tonight. Wow, yeah, that's an interesting line movement. So you're saying a five on the board, what, three and a half now? I still like the it's Edmonton four. Uh, Elk. It's four? Okay. I'll, yeah, four. I'll take the Elks
3: at four. Let's see. It's bouncing around everywhere. Well, was five on the board here. Let's see. Now updated to FanDuel. I got in at four. Three and a half, so I got a better number. It just updated to three and a half. Yeah, FanDuel. So I got in at four. You like Ottawa? No, I like the Edmonton Elks as well. I think this. I think Edmonton will probably win the game outright, to be honest. I think it'll come down to the wire. If Ottawa wins, I don't think they're going to roll Edmonton. If you look at the Edmonton Elks, listen guys, they played nine football games this year. Seven of the nine games have gone over the number. So let's just start off with that. We're taking the over in this game. Um, Ottawa struggled in their last home game. I think they lost 17 was it 17-3? It's one of those weird games against Calgary. It was when I was in LA. I didn't see it, but I I remember the score. Um, They're coming off a bye week though now. At, At home cam, their offense has been pretty good. Like, If you look at Ottawa at home, they generally get into the high 20s. They pretty much play crazy close high-scoring games when they play in Ottawa. And Edmonton kind of play in high-scoring games every week, except now Edmonton's Uh dealing with a team that they can compete with. If you look at the Edmonton Elks, they've gotten drilled a couple of times this year. But look at the schedule that they play. Like, dude, they're about to play BC a bunch of times. They got to deal with Winnipeg. They got to deal with Calgary. It never ends. Saskatchewan. Like, it's relentless for Mm -hmm. these guys. And who do they beat? Who are their two wins against? At Hamilton, at Montreal. The two games that they've won are actually on the road in the East. Now they're going uh, to the East against a team that's worse than Hamilton and Montreal are, and they're getting four points. I do believe the Edmonton Elks are the play at plus four And I also think that the uh, over 48 and a half is the play as long as Ottawa because Edmonton's defense isn't very good. And when I say that, I mean, they suck. So Edmonton's defense is not good. You can score on them, but Cornelius is having a good year. Lawler's a good wide receiver. Their offense puts points up on the board. They're just always playing from behind. To me, this game is like a, you know, 20, 28, 27 type thing. Whatever, 27, 25 final I think it'll be a close game. Both teams get into the sort of mid to high 20s, and the game goes over uh, the numbers. So Edmonton plus four and over 48 and a half, Cam, for me.
4: We're in agreement, and I think I'll do the over with the teaser. Edmonton plus 11, over 41 and a half, just to add to the list. I'll take the points, I'll take the over, and I'll tease it to the over. We're reading each other's mail in this game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game down to the last possession. Give me the dog in Edmonton.
3: As far as touchdown scoring uh, props are concerned, Talked about Kenny Lawler. I'm going to go with uh, Edmonton Elk wide receiver Kenny Lawler uh, to score a touchdown. And that's it, actually. I'm not forcing this stuff with these. There's no more value I on like the board those numbers. The CFL touchdown nope. props. So Done you sort it. of, you know, before you could take a shot and say, all right, you're getting plus 280, you're getting plus 250, so you could take a couple of guys. But... I mean, like, look, Taylor Cornelius is plus 135 to score a touchdown. Like, why is he going to score a touchdown? And, like, <laughs> exactly. that should be, like, plus yes. 700. Like, what the hell I are agree. we doing here? Like, I like yeah, stop no, even, that's... like, I'm like Dave. It becomes hats, a Ken, point. I'm a prop mark. Yeah. And when I stop betting your props, you got a problem. Like, when is yes. like, oh, I, I can't even do that. Like, nah. Kenny Lawler is the only guy. Kenny Lawler. Let's go. Touchdown, Kenny Lawler. I like Kenny uh, Lawler. All right, I like your I like your teaser. I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I want to get a head start on this. I'm going to go, let's go with a 10-point teaser here, Cam. Edmonton Elks plus 14. Over yep. 38 and a half. Yes. And the BC Lions plus six and a half.
4: I agree with the, all of that. I like I like all three. I would. Uh, Could also
3: go over. I, like I think BC. the Lion game goes over, but I think BC's <laughs> in tough tonight, Cam. Teams are getting tired of them find- eating them all the time
4: uh exactly i think they'll win and, uh, i think they'll squeak out a win like i'm not sure if they're gonna the, what the point spread there three and a half i think literally again both of these games are like look at them they're almost identical point spreads and i think the dog has a chance but i think bc will find a way to win this game kind of like the calgary game in comeback fashion but asking them to cover that's tough i think the teasers a safer bet i know the teasers usually aren't but in this case yes
3: BC's in a tough spot tonight. They played on Saturday night in an emotional game that they were getting drilled in. And um, they ended up coming back and winning 41-40 on Saturday night in Calgary, Alberta. It's tough. So you're in Calgary, Alberta Saturday. You get back to Vancouver. You need a couple of days to heal. Um, Now you're, you're rolling into the prairies here. Rough Riders are getting a little healthier. Don't forget the Rough Riders. This game should go over, guys. I like the over here. I'm gonna put it in right now, actually. Let's get it out of the way. I only have a thousand dollars to play with tonight. Which only a thousand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like for so... me, Cam on a football night, it's like you go to the grocery store with 20 bucks in your pocket. I gotta be yeah, Like, that's... yeah, I got a yeah, thousand I know some really people sucks. are like, oh, I got a thousand bucks. Me, I'm like, all right, I only got a thousand to work with here, so let's be careful here. Yeah.
4: Twenty dollars won't get you very far at the grocery store. I'll tell you that. So
3: oh, that's Doctor yeah, Oz. I don't know. Like
4: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This Saskatchewan game, man. I, I, I would agree with you. I, I think both games go over, and I think both dogs. It's so hard though. BC's BC's a good team, man. That game's tough. That game's really tough. Teasing it, you know what, Rancy, You know about teasers, but tonight is a different animal in itself. I think you want the. Extra points, and I think they're very going to be very important in these games. That both are going to be coming down to the wire. We could have some real, real tight football games tonight in the Canadian Football League.
3: Yeah, you know what? I know I know CFL teasers are good. I don't have a problem with CFL teasers. We're usually we're pretty rock solid with with, with these spots. See, the thing is with BC on the teaser, a seven point teaser, you only get them to plus three and a half. So if I'm teasing the BC yeah. game, I prefer to get that up to over forty five and a half. So you know what? If you want to mix the two, if you don't, if, if you don't have access to the ten-point teasers, if you're tuning in wherever you are, I don't have a problem with taking. Like if you said, all right, Marenti, what's your two-team best thing to do with the CFL tonight? My own personal opinion, Cam, I would say, tease the Edmonton Elks up to plus ten and a half, eleven points, whatever it is, three and a half, four, and tease the BC Lions and Rough Riders over forty-five and a half. And I think you got yourself a winner right there.
4: Yeah. I would, I would even, th- I even think Saskatchewan will cover a 10-point teaser as a three-point dog. I, I, yeah. I don't think BC wins like that.
3: No, it's a short week for them. Another thing is, too, BC is catching up to them a little bit. They're a trendy team. They're always favorites right now. As uh-huh. I stated, they beat Saskatchewan. They lost to Saskatchewan eight straight times, all right? And they beat them earlier this year. The Rough Riders, don't, don't forget, Ken, the, the Rough Riders had covid um they got they they had a guy's t- multiple players were suspended right they're getting back on track yeah. a little bit now and they've got this game circled like i said bc got them last time like you said i think it's a close game too another sort of same score and it's not gonna be 41 40 but like no 29 28 uh, like tight yeah thing. i could see yes i could see yes even like 27-25,
4: weird number. 27-24. It'll be close. 27-25 yeah.
3: doesn't get the over. So we need we need higher. If than I was
4: that. gonna play these games, I think the winning margin between one and six could fall in both games, and it's always plus money, right? Like winning margin.
3: They don't do, do you that, not agree with that
4: I know, but I'm just I'm just saying like that's yeah, yeah. something that, that's the way I I look at both of these games.
3: Winning margin bet's actually a good bet, actually, in, in the NFL. I love don't it. talk about enough. In a regular season, yeah. too. Like, people do we, it in Super Bowls and stuff, but, like, guys, the one to six is a pretty damn good window.
4: It's a wicked window. It's a fantastic window.
3: It is. It really is. I did like, it I in the Super Bowl, Cam, that go. Falcon, that 28-3 game. I remember when it went to overtime, I was like, I won either way. Because I had exactly. the Patriots at, like, plus 333 won the six, and the Falcons at, like, plus 400. I was like, either way, it's gonna be one to six last year's Super Bowl. That's it. One to six. Yes. That's the Rams. It's a four-point game. One to six. Gosh. You don't both, you don't kick that damn extra point in, in the overtime. It's great. It's my six. It's the max. Yeah. We win.
4: It's no push. Exactly. No, it's winning margin bets, are very, very strong bets. I would
3: agree with you. Uh, what about baseball? I, uh, we got ten seconds, so we will uh, baseball on the other uh, side.
4: let's do it on the other side. I I got a few picks for you.
3: I'm in football mode.
2: I'm in both modes.
1: Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: All right, let's do this thing. Countdown to kickoff is on. Let's start off in the NFL. We're going to take the Carolina Panthers plus six and a half points. Carolina Panthers plus six and a half, and we're just going to hope for the best. Edmonton Elks CFL football seven o'clock Eastern. Give me the Edmonton Elks plus the points. Edmonton plus the three and a half. Uh, Ford's been bouncing around. Give me Edmonton plus the points. Edmonton and Ottawa over. Edmonton and Ottawa over forty eight and a half. As far as Major League Baseball is concerned, give me the Baltimore Orioles minus uh, one oh eight at FanDuel. Toronto Blue Jays minus one twelve at FanDuel. Those will be my early baseball picks. What do you got for us, Kim?
4: Wow, that's wild, Gabe. Like, we're almost, I didn't even talk to you about baseball. I'm going to start with baseball. I like the Baltimore Orioles, uh, minus 108. The Toronto Blue Jays, minus 112. Kansas City with our boy Singer taking a shot, plus one and a half, minus 137 versus the Rays. And Mike Trout. Uh, Off the DL, I'm going to take a shot with the Angels, a buck 54 at Detroit Baseball. I'm with you on the Carolina Panthers, plus six and a half CFL, Edmonton Elks, plus the four, the over 48 and a half, Edmonton Elks, plus 11, over 41 and a half, seven point teaser. Let's rock.
3: If you want to tease these games, I don't mind the same game teaser. If you want to get a head start on the BC Lion game uh, tonight, you can tease the Edmonton Elks up to double digit points and then tease the over of the BC Lion and uh, Saskatchewan Rough Rider game. And in fact, I've been doing CFL videos every week, but I didn't do one this week. We've been swamped. We did one of those Twitter space things today. And um, we did an NFL win total video instead, but we got more videos to come. But we've been rolling in the CFL. Let's keep it rolling tonight. I do like the Elks here, Cam. I've been looking forward to this bet, actually. Sort of earlier in the week, I was like, this is too high. The Elks are the play here. I agree. Let's get it. Get the night started here. That's my biggest play. If any people asking what's my biggest play? My biggest play right now is the Edmonton Elks plus four points. And I've also I'd be very happy if there was a lot of points in this game as well. We've got yes, the over, baby. Great. <laughs> Dave Sarapen, next baby.
5: BP added more than 70 billion dollars to the US economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, archaea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So...